1: Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Edit audio.
0: Hello, hello. Looks like you've stumbled on season two of Podcast State with Daddy. Hosted by yours truly, Marissa Daddy. In this season, you might notice... I'm basically getting to go on real dates with real crushes that I have, and I'm having a great time. Joining me today, (laughs) a person whose DMs I'm constantly sliding into, is Sanaya. Sanaya is a community sexual health educator, pleasure activist, abortion doula, and brand ambassador. They're doing a lot of really cool things, and it's very exciting. I'm actually here at the bar like 20 minutes early so I can make sure that I can grab them a really nice booth. I know they love tequila, so I found a spot that has really great selection. So grab yourself a drink and join me.
1: Oh my gosh. Hey, love. I'm so sorry I'm late. The streetcar is taking so long. I don't even know where I'm at right now. (laughs) I think I'm gonna be a little bit late. Don't you worry. Like you are totally worth the wait. I got us the perfect spot. Just text me when you're here, and I'll come right out. Sweet. Can't wait. This is all I've been thinking about today. Awesome. I'll see you soon. Wow.
0: You look so good. How how's your day been?
1: (laughs) Thank you. You know I had to get extra cute for you. um my day has been great you know started it off with my morning routine which is very important to me drank some tea did my morning stretches and meditations and just kind of got my day going how about you oh that sounds like a
0: beautiful start to the morning mine has been chaotic um trying to get into the city right now has been pretty hectic but i'm glad to be here um did you want anything to drink? I could get us something, from the bar, tea, even.
1: What, what's your vibe? What are you into? Oh, um, I'm normally like a tequila person, but, okay. you know, I'll, I'll spice things up since we're on a date. What do you like to drink? I actually,
0: tequila is my favorite. I love me some Casamigos, but my favorite tequila is Tromba. Oh. Uh, should we do shots? Oh, that's a new one.
1: Wait, Tromba. I've never heard of that before. What's
0: that? It's, uh, I don't even know where it comes from. And I found it like the way they sell liquor here is in this like, it's like all like under the government, but it's like the LCBO and they have this one section where they had all the tequila and it just had a really fancy bottle. And then I just like have been having it ever since before I was big on like getting the cheap stuff but then this stuff is like so expensive and it's really smooth surprisingly so that's what makes it really dangerous
1: it sounds like a bougie tequila (laughs) yeah
0: yeah yeah it's definitely become one of my faves but it's like a very pricey one but happy to do some shots with you okay it's a special occasion (laughs) let's go (laughs) I see that you do a lot of work, like you're a sexual (laughs) health educator, pleasure activist, abortion doula, and brand ambassador. You know, as a true Caribbean, I
1: have like five jobs, right? (laughs) You must. (laughs) Always working. (laughs) So right now I'm actually working in harm reduction, which I guess all of my jobs are harm reduction in some way, shape or form. Mm -hmm. Um, But specifically right now I work in harm reduction with people who use drugs. I'm kind of trying to push myself more to do more racial equity work in that space because I see that there's a very, very large need for it. It's very interesting here in the States with that kind of discourse on harm reduction.
0: So with this work, because it's like, I don't know, for me, I'm such an empath and like, I guess you hear a lot of people's stories and things like that. Like, how do you kind of unplug From all of this work that you do,
1: oof, that's a great question. um, Because I'm also an empath, so I carry this shit with me a lot.
0: Um, Yeah, I I can't imagine not. It has to be very difficult unless you create boundaries. But even still, like you feel it for people.
1: Yes, well, yeah. Like my morning routine, that's super important to me for one of that that very reason. Um, I always want to make sure I'm like in a really good headspace before I go into work because as much as like the work that I do is like positive it's like a giant trauma dump so it's just like okay let's make sure my head is on to be prepared for like literally anything that can happen <laughs> and then while I'm at work we have a really great like just support system of folks like all of my coworkers are really good at like checking in with each other and being like hey like do you need a break are you like do you want to talk about something? Is this like bringing up stuff for you? Because it's very easy to get triggered at this job. But uh, yeah, just like really being open and vulnerable with your coworkers, which kind of sounds weird. <laughs> but yeah, they're very, they're very grounding and they're a nice space to have in this decompressing sphere that I need.
0: Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So are there any other like really nice things that you do for yourself to kind of take care of yourself so that you have the energy to keep doing this work?
1: I really like to make sure that I spend time with just like folks around me that I really love and care about. And that just kind of bring me joy. Taking time outside. I live by a lake, so I sometimes go sit by the lake and just like hang out there and sit in the sun. It's not really so sunny right now, but... (laughs) <laughs> yeah I was about
0: to say I just I've never been to California and like being in Toronto for almost all of my life there's just so much of like social media and TV that kind of create this idea that it's like always sunny everyone on Instagram is just outside making videos and TikToks you walk by celebrities constantly is any of this ringing to be true this is-
1: <laughs> okay, so I can say yes Because I'm originally uh-huh. from LA Okay So LA, yeah, like you do see celebrities and stuff But not like how they make it seem in movies Like mm. I feel like they're <laughs> They always make it seem like you're like Oh, you're in Hollywood And then you just see celebrities everywhere It's like no, you see celebrities at like Target <laughs> or, the, or like <laughs> the gas station Like it's not even It's not that spectacular They look just like you and me uh-huh. hanging out with their families just trying to get their day-to-day stuff done um and then yes the influencer thing too with like people taking videos and doing tiktoks and stuff yes that happens everywhere the teeny wow. bops they're out they <laughs> like to record everything they do <laughs>
0: <laughs> have, have you met any celebrities while living in la
1: oh yeah i've met a lot like who let's see cedric the entertainer Ah. Oh. Cuba Gooding Jr., with Khalifa. I'm like, this is just only like what I can remember recently. Uh-huh. I feel like I've, <laughs> I've gone to school with celebrities. Wow. Yeah. It's like, I guess, yeah, it's just like normal. It's like, yeah, you know, I went to school with so-and-so's kid or mm-hmm. I went to school with so-and-so like Bella Thorne. Oh my God. I despise her. <laughs> I despise yeah. her so much. <laughs>
0: <That's> so interesting. <laughs> Wow, it's interesting with, like, your idea of something is actually true. <laughs> like, do you have that same thought about Toronto? Do you think of about Toronto ever?
1: <laughs> I mean, I feel like I've thought about it in a traveling sense because I'm always mm-hmm. like, I want to go there and visit, but I don't mm-hmm. think I've ever had, like, any preconceived, like, maybe, I guess, from Degrassi when people talk about it every once in a while and then I'm just like, it sounds like such a cool place to go because everybody wants to move there
0: oh that's so funny i always forget about degrassi i forget that like because there's a lot of canadian shows that don't make it outside of
1: canada that i'm like this that's is real. the one." Oh, it was yeah it was pivotal to my childhood i would say <laughs> i loved
0: that so i feel like i kind of asked you this but like while we're on this date we got our shots in what what do you do for fun
1: like, outside of your work, what do you do for your own fun? Ooh, okay. I feel like it kind of doesn't count now because I also do it for work. <laughs> but um, I actually love going to like raves and festivals. Um, but that's actually something I do for work also is I work car reduction at raves and festivals. So now it's like a two-for-one type of deal. <laughs> that's fun. So do you still get to party? kind of
0: or certain days you're like you're going to attend and then other days you're going as work
1: um it's kind of half and half like it depends on how big the festival is uh usually I work like one day or two day festivals and so it's like whenever I have a break it's like you can go in but I'm actually like walking through the festival the entire time so I'm like seeing everything that's happening anyway which is like I love that (laughs) because I'm like I'm I'm seeing a show and getting paid (laughs)
0: Oh, that's so awesome I'm so proud
1: yeah. I love race. what about you what are your like fun things to do outside of work I I love to dance
0: so like when I'm not doing my own parties I'm like going to my friends parties or like seeing what friends I know are DJing somewhere I also like to keep things low key to like trying to get out there and date as you see um am trying to like get to know people and I find that dating like is a cool way of indirectly getting to know yourself mm-hmm. so yeah is that a thing for fun? I date for fun? no that sounds serious.
1: actually I was gonna you know <laughs> that's kind of funny you said that cause I almost was like should I say that I go on dates for fun <laughs> that's what I was literally thinking I was like wait I don't want you to think I'm just out here using you for like <laughs>
0: same because it's not even like that you know like sometimes you just want to like I went on a roller skating date recently and I was like cute this is so fun didn't work out but wow I love roller skating yes roller skating that is actually a really cute date yeah I never thought to do it I I'm finding out during the pandemic that like I'm doing a lot more like healing of my inner child by trying out these things that I really liked growing up but just became an adult and was too afraid to fall and like hurt myself that I just never tried to explore it again so now I'm like all right roller skating might be the thing
1: that's so funny because I kind of did that too with skateboarding which I I skateboarded like a little bit when I was young and then I just kind of never picked it back up and then randomly during the pandemic I was like fuck it I'm gonna just get a skateboard again and then I got back on it and I was just like oh wow like didn't even forget.
0: <laughs> oh, that's dope. I bought a skateboard during the pandemic too, and then, I'm like, I got such a nice one too. And I just, I, I have the biggest fear of falling, and specifically falling
1: and losing my front teeth. Don't know where it comes from. That's the thing, though, because yeah. like skateboarding is also so dangerous. Like, you break yeah. your bones, you get injured, you scratch yourself up. Like, it's yeah. really scary, actually. <laughs> yeah. That's- so anyone who does
0: skateboard, I I think it's so attractive. It's very hot. So you skateboarding, very sexy. I imagine it's a wonderful time.
1: You know, I wish it was it was sexy, but I guess I could show you a video of it. It's not that sexy. I don't I don't know any tricks. No, my I, I mainly could just go forward and turn. Okay. Getting there. If the weather wasn't
0: always so like extreme here like it goes from being like really warm in the summer to then just being like freezing cold i'd be out here practicing but that i'm just blaming the universe
1: that is so real i know i yeah weather definitely has a factor in that because skateboarding you cannot skateboard in all conditions no
0: because then yeah it's just a lot more wind and i just imagine myself getting sick i also don't like the feeling of not being able to work <laughs> As a Capricorn? No, not for me. So if I get sick, it's done. A Capricorn. Yes. Uh
1: Capricorn. So. Yes. Yes. Okay, and you, you
0: are you're not a scorp- you have a Scorpio moon? What's that? There right? is.
1: You and remember Aries, Aries Sun? Yes. Oh, is it Do you remember fire the rising? Or air
0: rising? I feel like it's is a it Gemini rising?
1: No Sag. it is Sag rising. Okay, look at me. me. Wow, I'm impressed. Thank you, thank you. (laughs) I was like, I barely remember my own sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Scorpio food,
0: I find it as such an interesting placement as a person who wishes they were more mysterious. I feel like it's very like myself, my life, everything is so out there that like do you find people have a hard time getting to know you or they find that you're mysterious they never know what you're actually thinking or what you're actually up to you
1: know this is a really interesting question because I feel like I'm really shy like I feel Ah. like I'm so shy but everybody thinks I'm not because they're like you're so like you're always just sharing everything and you're just like so outgoing which I do I'm very open but I feel like I'm also very private I feel like people think they know me based off of that because I'm very, like, outgoing. But, yeah, I'm like, no, I don't think you know me at all. <laughs> I'm a shy little baby.
0: Aww. <laughs> I I get that, too. Like, I do think that I put a lot of things out there, but I'm very, like, Capricorn about it. And I'm like, okay, I'm only letting you see the things that I want you to see. You're not going to hear about when I get heartbroken you're just not gonna i'm just gonna tell a bunch of jokes to compensate
1: you know (laughs) like that's wow that's real (laughs) though i feel that (laughs) right i
0: yeah (sighs) i do get that a lot too though i i'm definitely more shy like one-on-one with people but i think people don't understand that like social media is very
1: different you're only getting snippets Um, yes that is not the full person. That is no. literally just what people want you to see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, with
0: like you being well known online, doing your thing, and also like educating folks, do you have a difficult time dating,
1: or is it like
0: easier for you? What's your dating life like?
1: Ugh, yeah, it's definitely difficult. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of people think, like I said, they think they know me because of social media, and I feel like then they're like, "I really want to date you because you're like this person." Then it's just like, yeah, I'm like that sometimes, but not always. Like, I'm really shy. I'm a homebody. I like to be in in my bed. <laughs> I keep it real small. Yes, I like to be outside and like partying and stuff. But yeah, I'm like pretty much like a reserved. Like like to keep it chill kind of like a grandpa. (laughs) And then I feel like there's also the layer of being polyamorous on top of that where people say that they're into that, but it's like, I don't know. I don't think so. People Mm -hmm. are not really, they're not vibing with that sometimes.
0: Really? So is that also like a factor in dating, especially like being black and queer, playing into your like transness too? Like I have difficulty... With kind of like dating as a whole, because also Toronto's so small and community is so small. But then more things, more titles that I add to myself. <laughs> it's
1: just like, uh, am I actually into this person?
0: But is that something
1: you relate to as well? No, 100%. Like, I feel like a lot of folks, especially now, like the pandemic and like media have really put a lot of these things to the forefront like polyamory and non-monogamy and stuff where it's more like desirable and like seems like it's so achievable but then they also don't show the work that goes into it they're not showing all the different types of dynamics that exist they're like it's very fantasy and I feel like a lot of folks feel like they want to achieve this fantasy that just like doesn't really exist and so yeah it makes it really hard to date folks with all of my identities I feel like that narrows down <laughs> who I actually am like my like my dating pool mm-hmm. I identify as queer I don't know about you but I also like dabble and I say that because that's like the best word to describe I dabble in like cis men <laughs> and I feel like it. it's not it never works out it just like never works out because it's like oh yeah you're non-binary you use they them pronouns but then like you still perceive me as like a woman and it's like no that's not that's not what this is
0: that part like i (laughs) i have like called myself a lesbian for years like a non-binary lesbian even more recently and then i still do now and then i will try just like you dabble in the men's the cis men and i'm always disappointed because as much as i will say i'm non-binary i use they them pronouns i do get that same thing like they'll be like cool 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 and then treat me like a woman you know and yep. i'm like exhausting and i'm just like i've been in so many times where i'm just like maybe you know like this can work in just like a sexual dynamic like we can just like <laughs> have sex and then i'm just like this is actually traumatizing because now i am feeling like a straight woman right <laughs> I, I can't uh... i can't it's like i realized it's not good for my mental health no i feel like cis men are not good for a lot of people's <laughs> mental health <laughs>
1: That is so real, honestly, yeah. I've at this point, I've just left that alone, and yeah. I'm just like if they if someone comes along that can understand who I am without me having to like fully explain that's also another thing. Like if I have to explain who I am to you, like that's just too much already, yeah, having to explain like what non-binary is or like why I'm choosing to use pronoun like that shouldn't have to be something like added to the dating or even like the the hookup process. Like there shouldn't be so much labor <laughs> oh going into that. Like from one person. That's so much exhausting. I just don't even guess try-
0: <laughs> that part of my life uh, like the pandemic is when I really started to like come into my transness and understand that I definitely feel more aligned with being a gender non-conforming non-binary person after like discovering that about myself I felt like hookup culture was too weird to navigate that I've just put that off the table and just like have cool friends that I can hook up with sometimes but yeah I don't know
1: have you how have you navigated that during
0: the pandemic if at all
1: Well, it was a little different because I was in a long term relationship at the beginning of the pandemic. Mm. And so I was navigating dating with my ex partner and then also like dating separately because we were polyamorous. And so there was just like multiple things happening at once. I actually found myself dating a lot of people at the time, but it was just like all of the people I was very lucky to just like meet a lot of really great folks at the beginning of the pandemic that were just like super understanding of like who i was where i was at on, in my journey and stuff but recently i don't know i don't know what's been going on but yeah everybody has just been playing games real trash uh, and <laughs> so sorry to hear that you deserve so much. <laughs> It's okay, you know I'm Even like like you were saying with hookups Like I've kind of just like thrown that Out the window right now Cause yeah, like The amount of work that it takes to even just like Hook up with somebody, I'm like whoa This is like a lot, like we could just It shouldn't be so difficult It could be a lot simpler, but I, who knows
0: Yeah, I've just gotten be- Like very friendly with my toys My collection of toys They're reliable now, And I when charged yeah
1: reliably yeah see <laughs> when they aren't charged oh the deception the betrayal <laughs> it's like i literally am the betrayal i'm so bad at that like i literally don't i don't charge my toys and i have so many <laughs> and then they're like always
0: yeah i was about to say you might you probably have quite the collection now i'm always seeing the different ones that
1: you post <laughs> yes they are literally in a storage box like they're all i have like six Seven storage containers full of toys. It's a lot. I've started to offload them to people because I'm like, you know what? I literally use the same like five. Uh. So I'm going to just start <laughs> giving people things that I don't use because it's like, wow, this is too many.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Do you have uh, a top three that you recommend? I'm always going to reco- recommend like wands because I love wands. Mm. LaWand Massager is my favorite and they have so many different kinds of like really awesome vibrators and like dual vibes. Their Petite Wand is really awesome. It's super powerful and they have a plug-in version and a rechargeable version. This other toy that I really love is called the Zumio X and it kind of looks like an electric toothbrush <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> but with like a teeny little ball like on the end and it's like specifically for clit stimulation super awesome toy also very quiet which is also yeah. a must. and then my third toy that's tough I probably would say well I guess they're both kind of like the same toy but just from different companies they're both clitoral like massagers but they are supposed to mimic kind of, like, oral sex. So they have, like, these, like, roller balls on the inside of them, and they, like, rotate, and then you can, like, change the direction. Like, those are pretty cool. There's one from Ioba Toys, and there's also one from Laura DiCarlo. They also make one as well. And that one is called the Filare from Laura De Carlo.
0: Now the toothbrush one that you're talking about
1: might just change my whole life. Ooh, the Zoomio. Yes, I could totally send you the link to that. <laughs> Please do, because I have
0: been... Like, I bought quite a few different ones, but the one that I've been loving a lot right now, and, like, I feel like everyone has it now, is the Satisfier Pro 2. Oh, yeah, that toy is
1: chef's kiss also.
0: Right? It's so good, and I, like now i'm just like wow i have all these other ones and i only use this i only (laughs) use this and now i'm like what's next after this what do i do with myself and that sounds like something that might be up my alley because i have um, the magic wand like the the one that plugs into the wall this thing is an appliance it's (laughs) a lot it is it's an OG. That's yeah. an OG toy. That's why I wanted to have it, because I always, like, heard and, like, s- talked about, like, this being, like, the one. Then I got it, and I'm like, I can't feel my foot. <laughs> I can't. It's numb. I cannot feel
1: anything. <laughs> um, oh, no! <laughs> it's too powerful. <laughs> Wait. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no! No! <laughs> We don't want that. No, we don't we want, don't want that. that. And then
0: it just out like just orgasm too quickly. that then I'm just like, damn, I didn't
1: even get to enjoy. It just happened all so fast. So, listen, I got you on the toys, okay? Like I have so many <laughs> recommendations for like, you, especially with wands. Like I have so many wand recommendations.
0: So I guess that is another thing I do for fun is masturbate.
1: Oh yeah, 100. percent. Especially on the weekends get high and masturbate that's like my best. pastime
0: sativa or indica
1: <laughs> <laughs> sativa or sativa hybrid dominant mm. hybrids usually
0: mm. what about you i definitely like a good sativa but sometimes it gets yeah. like just too high for too long and i'm like how do you make it stop
1: <laughs> cbd that's the cure right mm. there cbd folks cbd <laughs> oh <laughs> yes i i've had a couple of homies who have hit me up and be like I'm so high right now what do I do I'm like get you a couple CBD gummies and just go lay down <laughs> yeah it cancels it out almost or like yeah or mango mango like just eating the fruit mm-hmm. wow. yeah it's like a a high enhancer but also like a calming thing it's very interesting <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna actually go get some mango and try this out because I just love mango in general it's a good time oh,
0: that'll be a whole <laughs> I've got my weekend planned out now thank you so much <laughs>
1: you're welcome i hope you enjoy that
0: <laughs> so a question for you about like being a pleasure activist what made you get
1: into pleasure activism what what even is pleasure activism i will start by saying this all i guess this all started for me just being a self-proclaimed hoe like that's just been my mo from like high school Mm -hmm. like I knew who I was Mm -hmm. I didn't give a fuck I was like yeah I love to fuck I love to like be myself and like talk about my body and myself I was comfortable with that like I had no problem and people be you know people are still working through their stuff and they're uncomfortable with that but I was just like I'm living life and I don't mind pleasure activism I think we talk so much about pleasure in like a sexual sense but I've always been someone who just like really indulges in like life like food like whenever (laughs) whenever I talk about food people are always like you talk about food like it's a person and I'm just like yeah because I fucking love food like (laughs) why are we not enjoying all these things in life so much with like the same like type of robust energy as like other things besides enjoying like sex and like just like those type of pleasures I also just enjoy life and I feel like you should indulge in your pleasure in whatever way that may be
0: yeah I love that I think it definitely is something that people don't talk about enough I guess based on who I kind of follow on social media I grew up in church so sex and like being sexual was always such a repressed thing for me until like leaving the church and like living on my own and discovering people who don't see sex as this very like taboo scary thing anymore i find that especially as black queer folks we don't feel like we can just enjoy things in life just joy enjoy existing enjoy
1: mangoes
0: um (laughs) (laughs) but yeah that's so beautiful
1: no that's real i totally relate to that though too because i also like had a family that kind of like was very religious and But yeah, a lot of stuff didn't make sense to me. So I was just like, "Mm, I'm not listening to that. Mm -hmm. I mean, my mom was like not necessarily happy about it at first, but now being an adult and like going back and having these conversations on stuff, like my mom's totally like, yeah, I'm here for it. I totally understand why you did what you did and why you're like, why you are how you are and what you like, why you love what you do. And it's just really cool to like kind of see all of that come full circle Mm -hmm. like from where it started so were there anything that you had to unlearn about sex I think definitely because I was so curious about sex at a young age and I definitely watched a lot of porn but I I definitely was like questioning a lot of stuff so I feel like I definitely had to unlearn like yes like sex is not like porn Mm -hmm. but it also yeah like it made me question things like why is this guy the focus? And why is this so short? Or why is this so long? And like just different things, like questions like that, where I'm just like, okay, this doesn't seem realistic. Mm -hmm. And weirdly enough, I feel like my life has been like this sort of I hate to say it like that but like kind of like this social experiment where like I've been testing out these things that I've also been curious about and it's Mm -hmm. just like oh okay so this is why this was like this and this is why this doesn't actually happen and that's kind of what I guess led me into like sex education because I was just like all this stuff does not make sense (laughs) and I'm gonna get to the bottom of it (laughs) (laughs) or the top (laughs) so which one? (laughs) No, I'm just playing. I'm the bottomless bottom. I'm not going to lie. Bottomless bottom. <laughs> okay, vivosa. <laughs> um, wow, that's a good one. Wait a second. I might have to put that in my pocket. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a bottomless bottom.
1: <laughs> Are you
0: kinky? Are you kink involved? Are you into BDSM?
1: Ooh, yeah. I'm Again, I like dibble and dabble. I definitely have a pop- partner that we have like some BDSM dynamics but it's not like I mean okay I guess I should stop saying that it's not that far into BDSM because there's so many things that like actually fall into the category of BDSM that we don't really think about so like actual impact like impact play is something that I'm like really into I really like rope. Usually I'm like the person that gets tied up. I have not tied anyone. I've been practicing, but I'm like not good at it. (laughs) So, um, yeah. Oh, I guess like breath play. Like, you know, people love choking, stuff like that. And that's like a part of kink and like BDSM. So I feel like people, people sometimes are just like, I think they think really like extreme Mm -hmm. when it comes to BDSM and kink, but it's like, no, like there's like, even, like, oral sex, like, that's considered, like, a fetish or a kink. I, I always get them confused. It's in the kink fetish sphere. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that is true. A lot of people do think very intensely about BDSM as a whole. I... See myself as more of a sadist, and telling people that is like, whoa! So you want to beat me up? And it's like, <laughs> no, 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 not beat you up. <laughs> like beat it up, but not in like the same. Kind <laughs> <of way. laughs> so I'm always like asking people like what their thoughts on BDSM and kink are before being like, hey, yeah, this is what I've been to, because yeah,
1: people very um, they just make assumptions you know that's another thing that people make assumptions about me people think I'm like a top which is so funny because I'm really not I definitely am a like I have switch vibes mm-hmm. but it's giving mostly bottom so I don't know where the top energy comes from because I'm literally baby I tell people this all the time I'm baby why would I mean I guess there could be like a top baby but never met one <laughs>
0: No, it's funny because like I would have assumed that you are either a top or switch as well, and I don't know why.
1: Yeah, switch, but definitely more leaning towards bottom. (laughs) Cool,
0: cool, cool. Is there anything that you would say would kind of go towards saying like what healthy a healthy sex life
1: looks like? What does that mean to you, a healthy sex life? Oh. 100% communication, communication, communication. Like, I will scream that from the mountaintops all the time because I think, especially with hookup culture, we think that sex is, like, this very transactional thing. Like, it's just kind of like, hey, you want to fuck? Okay, yeah, me too. Let's do it. And then that's, like, it. it's, like, no. There needs to be conversations about capacity, expectations, sexual, like, habits and like STI testing and like different things like that like there needs to be conversations and you need to just be open and honest about like what it is that you want and desire like how are you going to have a good sex life if you're not communicating what it is that you want or what it is that you like people are not mind readers <laughs>
0: mm. you share a lot of really great and helpful tips on your socials and I'm so appreciative Thank of it you. because I I find that I communicate very like directly directly the people to be like, which is like good. Um, but like knowing how to use words to kind of soften it and not be as intense. Like I went to a play party. Oh, I miss those. <laughs> it was it was really cute and really nice how that organizer set it up where we all did like rapid tests and had to show proof of facts. Beautiful. But I can also just be kind of awkward in a direct weird way like i saw one of my friends who was there and i was talking to her and i was like hey do you like sex (laughs) (laughs) and then (laughs) she's like yeah and i'm like oh um would you like to have sex together and then did the thing and i'm like wow i could have said that a lot cooler
1: (laughs) you know i feel like play parties so it's kind of like it's a little uncomfortable yeah like yeah unless you know well you know of course depending on your dynamics with Mm -hmm. folks like if it's a stranger or someone you know it could be a little uncomfortable right like you're seeing this person in a different setting like people are naked or like loosely dressed Mm -hmm. and you're just kind of like okay there's this really attractive there's a lot of attractive people in here Okay, what do I do? So I totally understand. <laughs> feel like a little weird, like approaching someone.
0: Like, do you have any tips on
1: how to how to ask someone if they'd be interested in hooking up? I Feel like there's a lot of ways to go about mm-hmm. it, and I think it's like assessing kind of like the energy that someone gives you. I'm a big like person on energy, and I feel like I always feel the vibe out before I give a response. Mm-hmm. I can feel if there's like a sexual vibe going on and i'm gonna be honest about it but usually i'll say it in a way that kind of like presents it kind of neutrally i guess so maybe in a space like that like if we're at a play party or something depending on if the person is like alone or if they're with their partner or something i would ask them like hey are you both playing together or are you like doing that separately and if so are you interested in playing with me or like whatever or can i watch like however you want to approach that if you're talking to someone like maybe on a dating app and you're like feeling vibes or like even in person like if you go to the club or something you're just like i'm talking to this person i'm feeling some vibes like totally ask them straight up like hey like i'm feeling like some kind of energy like maybe I might be wrong or if I'm picking up the wrong energy like my bad but like yeah like how would you feel about exploring like uh I don't know a little bit more like,
0: Ooh, I some, like that. yeah
1: you know because yeah it yeah. gives
0: them the option and then also gives them the option to be like actually I'm not I'm not inst- I'm not really feeling this and it doesn't make it seem like you're forcing anything or suggesting it because maybe it's not right now. Maybe it's another time too. I like that. Yeah.
1: Thank you. Yeah, of course. I supposed to see everybody, you know, happy, healthy, and fucking. hmm <laughs> <laughs> Do you have days or
0: thing like days where you're not feeling so great and you want to make yourself
1: feel a bit more sexy? Like how... Do you,
0: or when do you feel the most sexy?
1: Oh yes. I was literally just thinking about this the other day. Cause I haven't done anything to like, kind of keep up with my routinely things. I used to like go and get my nails done probably every month or so because depending on how long they last. But yeah, like getting my eyebrows waxed, having a fresh haircut. Like then I was like, Ooh, I'm feeling cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But yeah, it's like, you know, it's hard out here. Bills. (laughs) They trump those things sometimes. I mean, I cut my own hair now, but yeah, the other stuff I can't do myself. And I'm just like, yeah, we got to get that together. I need a sugar parent to fund that. (laughs) What about you? Uh,
0: Me. I think I feel really sexy when... I do like my skincare routine. I like just do some yoga or something, like, or something like some kind of physical activity. Cause then you have those endorphins like moving out through you. And like, yeah, I like that sweatiness. And, and after I'm like a nice notes. meal and I'm rested, <laughs> oh, I love a nap. I love a good Sunday morning after a long-ass, like, full night's rest. <laughs> yeah. Love that. I'm, like, thinking about it, I'm like, oh, Sunday plums, mangoes, weed, masturbate. <gasps> that sounds
1: so beautiful. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I'm wondering, because I know you've got to go to work, um, if, if you would love to do this another time. I had a great time on our date. What do you oh think? Oh, my God.
1: Yes, you know I'm shy, but I've been looking forward to this forever. So, yes, of course, I would love to do this again.
0: (laughs) I will definitely text you and I'll let you go about your day. But thank you so much for making some time for me. Of course, it was
1: a pleasure. Thank you for inviting me anytime.
0: What a great date. I'm excited for more. If you also want to slide in, maybe don't, but if you want to see more of what Sonaya is doing, you can follow them on Instagram. Their name is H-E-A-U-X-O-N-T-H-E-G-E-A-U-X. Um, thank you again for joining me on this date. I hope you had a great time and I guess I'll see you soon with my next guest. Who will it be?